Welcome to Marriage Steps with Dr. Wyatt Fisher. We're reducing the divorce rate. One marriage at a time is the goal. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get us there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. This show is for you, America, your life and your marriage. So call 303-596-6836 or email info at drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com with your questions for me. Today I'm going to talk about 16 tips for great sex for married couples. Now, most married couples have problems around sex for three top reasons. The one reason is trauma. One in three females have had some type of sexual trauma in their past. One in five males have had sexual trauma. And sexual trauma usually makes someone either hypersexual, where they want sex all the time so they're in control, or hyposexual, where they want nothing to do with it and they avoid sex. Another main reason for problems in marriage when it comes to sexual intimacy is different libidos. On average, the male has a much higher sexual libido than the female because the sex drive is connected to testosterone. Females also have testosterone, but on average, it's much lower than males. So typically, the male has a much higher drive than the female. Having said that, from my experience in the practice and what I've read, usually around 15% of couples, the female has the higher sex drive. So today, as I'm going through tips for women and men, think of women as the lower libido spouse and men as the higher libido spouse. So if you're in a marriage where it's the opposite, just apply the principles to the one who has the higher libido or the lower libido. The last reason why a lot of couples have problems with sexual intimacy is because they're so busy, they don't take time to nurture it. But sexual connection is the glue a lot of times that makes a marriage unique and makes a marriage close and can make a marriage special. However, it's wrought with problems. So today, I'm going to go through eight top tips for females and eight tips for males on how to cultivate great sex in your marriage. Okay. So I'm going to start with the females. Number one for females, these are not in any particular order, by the way. The first tip, ladies, is increase the importance of sex. So because most females have a low drive, they don't value sex. They don't prioritize sex. They don't think about how important it is to their husband or to their marriage. So that would be tip number one. Recognize how For your husband, most likely, sex is like air. They need it to breathe. It's one of the most powerful ways that they feel loved, secure, and adequate, and connected to you. So the first step for a lot of you ladies listening may be to prioritize and recognize how important sex is. Two, the second tip is plan ahead. If you have a low libido, getting ready and adjusting to sex can be quite a process. And so if your husband initiates sex, it can feel very jarring because that's the last thing on your mind. In contrast, if you're planning ahead for sex and know that you're gonna initiate sex tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon, it gives your brain time to get ready. And the brain for females is the largest sex organ because the brain needs to get engaged and get ready for sex. So planning ahead can help a lot with that. 
Tip three, ladies, is make the sexual encounter about you, not him. A lot of women lose their voice during the sexual encounter and it becomes all about what the husband wants. But instead, ladies, focus on what would make you feel good. What would bring up your arousal? What would you appreciate more of during your sexual encounter? Make it about you. This is the time for you to be selfish. Because if you are focusing on what makes you feel good, that's going to be a positive experience for your husband. Tip number four, ladies, use positive redirects, not rebukes. So when your husband is trying to touch your body, Don't reprimand him. Don't say to him, no, what are you doing? That hurts or I hate that or what are you thinking? Because us guys don't really know what we're doing. You know, we're pushing buttons and pulling levers and and twisting knobs. We're trying to figure out how your body works, but we're not quite clear how to do that. And so you have to be gentle. A man's ego rests upon his sexual ability. And so if he's trying to make your body feel good and he's not doing it right, if you rebuke him, it's going to crush him. So instead, use positive redirects. Just redirect what he's doing to what would feel better to you and then affirm it. Oh, now that feels good. No, don't, don't rub hard. Just light tickles. Oh, that feels great. So redirect with affirmation, not rebuke. Tip number five for the ladies, please your five senses. So during your next sexual encounter, think about your five senses. So you have smell, sight, hearing, tasting, and touching. With your five senses, what can you do for each one of those that's gonna increase your pleasure? We've been given our five senses to experience the world, but a lot of times we don't think about maximizing pleasure during sex in those five ways. So think about what would that look like for you? Number six, ladies, is pay attention to your nervous system. You're sympathetic versus parasympathetic. Sympathetic means you're in fight or flight mode. Parasympathetic means you're very relaxed. Think of parasympathetic as you're on a parachute ride floating down. You're super relaxed. You, your body will not feel arousal if you're tense or anxious, which is the sympathetic. And so watch your body. If you start to tense up during a sexual encounter, you have to pause and work on relaxing your body or else it's going to be a negative experience for you and your husband. And a lot of things can make both genders tense up during a sexual encounter, but one of the largest ones is past trauma. If you have past trauma, a lot of times that will get activated during a sexual encounter and your body will lock up and you'll get tense and you'll get anxious and then your body won't feel. And that's going to re-traumatize you. So you have to honor your body. If you start getting locked up and tense and you're in your sympathetic nervous system, do a timeout. And intentionally spend time relaxing and calming your heart rate down before you move forward. And that leads into tip number seven. So if you do get into your in your sympathetic nervous system and you're in fight or flight, what's going through your mind? Capture your thoughts and counter them with truth. A lot of women, when they get locked up like that, they have negative, maladaptive thoughts going through their minds, such as, I'm being used. Sex is dirty. Sex and love do not go together, 
etc., etc. You need to capture your thoughts because most likely those thoughts stem from your past trauma, and then you have to counter those thoughts with truth statements. So you want to ruminate on truth, but you first have to capture the automatic negative thinking that's going through your mind. The eighth tip for women to have a good sex life in their marriage is to learn how to flirt sexually. Men will eat this up. Your husband will eat this up. And this can be as racy as you want or as mild as you want. So some options can be text your husband and tell him what you're looking forward to doing with him tonight. Or write on your bathroom mirror and lipstick what you want to do to him tomorrow night. Or write a little note in his lunchbox and send it to work with him on what you're fantasizing about how your next encounter is going to be. Or maybe send him a suggestive photo or text him and let him know what color your underwear is or your undergarments. Whatever you feel comfortable with. But this type of sexual flirting is your husband's language. He's going to devour that and that's going to keep his attention on you. And that's what you want. That's what you both want. So flirting sexually is often a growth area for a lot of females. Okay, now to move over for the guys. So eight tips for men. And again, I'm speaking to the higher libido spouse now. So that most likely is the male, the husband. But like I said earlier, this may be the female in some situations. So just reverse the advice. So eight tips tips for men to, to cultivate good sex or, or great sex in your marriage. Tip number one. Court your wife like you were newlyweds to have great sex like you were newlyweds. One of the reasons, men, that your wife was open to sex and was so sexual in the beginning of your marriage is because you were courting her. You were doting on her. You were making her feel like a princess. How much do you still do that? Probably not very much. That tends to fade away the longer a couple is together. And as that fades away, women tend to be less and less open to sexual contact. So if you want to bring back those newlywed sexual fireworks that you experience, start courting your wife like you did in the beginning and see what happens. Tip number two, guys, touch your wife and be affectionate when you don't want sex. Women are smart, and they start learning you only touch them when you want sex. Now they resent your touch because they think you have ulterior motives. So you have to increase your affection and non-sexual touch. Tip number three, aim for three-fourths sensual activity and one-fourth intercourse during your sexual encounters. Women, think of your wife as a crockpot. And men are more like a microwave. So it tends to take a, a female around 15 to 30 minutes to reach orgasm. It takes a man around three to five minutes. So you have to allow your wife time to warm up, to come online sexually. So that's sensual activity. So maybe that's a sensual massage. Maybe that's bathing together. Maybe that's foreplay. But you want to really specialize and slow down for the slow stuff. Because those little, those little pieces, the sensual activity, usually is the highlight for your wife. Because for most women, their sexual arousal can go down after intercourse because there's not enough clitoral stimulation. So you want to really lean into this 3-4 sensual activity time because often that's the highlight for most females. Tip number four, guys. Look into your wife's eyes during sex and during the sexual encounter. 
Now, you don't want to be staring into her eyes the whole time during orgasm because she may think you're having a heart attack and it may traumatize her. However, most guys avoid eye contact during sexual activity. They look somewhere else. They close their eyes. They look at the ceiling. They look to their right or to their left. Look at your wife. That's one of the best ways to integrate some emotional intimacy during the sexual intimacy. When you are touching skin on skin, that releases oxytocin in your brain, which is the bonding chemical. So you want to be looking at your wife during that release and during that skin on skin contact so you're bonding with her. Number five, guys, the fifth tip is make a plan on frequency and then implement. So couples differ on this. And what I normally say to couples is you need a plan of sexual frequency unless you have the same libido. So some couples have the same libido desire. And if that's you, more power to you. And you do not need a schedule for sex. However, most couples have different libidos. One has high, which is usually the guy, and the woman has the lower libido. And if that's you, consider creating a schedule. Some couples are very rigid and they'll say, okay, we're going to do every Wednesday. It's hump day, perfect day. Or other couples will keep it a little loose with some structure and they'll say, okay, how about the wife initiates one time Monday through Thursday and the husband will initiate once Friday through Sunday. So that's a way to have some predictability also with some spontaneity. But discuss with your wife what a schedule would look like that would honor both of you. Usually you're going to have to compromise with the frequency and meet in the middle. The next tip, number six, guys, is to learn how to flirt emotionally for your wife. A lot of us guys are so physical and sexual driven that we go up to our wife and we start grabbing body parts and we grope here and we grope there. And most women hate that because then they feel like a, a piece of meat and they'll start slapping your hand away and tell you to get off. So instead of groping your wife, convert your sexual impulse into her language, something emotional. So for example, say you're feeling aroused and you go up to your wife and you want to squeeze something, but instead whisper into her ear how special she is to you, why you love her so much, how beautiful she looks. That is her language and that's going to deposit into her love bank. And so learning to flirt emotionally is important. Number seven, guys, is no obligation sex is allowed. Research has shown that majority of married women have obligation sex where they have to do their wifely duty. And unfortunately, that lowers their libido even worse. And so if you are approaching sex or you're having a sexual encounter with your wife and you see that she's just going through the motions, stop. Because that's going to make things worse. You need to talk with her about what's making it feel like obligation, what would make it not feel like obligation. Maybe there needs to be more emotional connection. Maybe you need to work through some conflicts, maybe more non-sexual touch. Talk to her about what she needs so that sex does not feel like an obligation because that's going to kill it for her and that's going to make it an unpleasant experience for you. Number eight, ask your wife what it would take to have more sex. If that's you, if you're in a marriage where you would love to have more sex and you don't have sex very often, ask your wife, what would it take for us to have more sex? 
You may be surprised at what she says. One time, I remember asking my wife this because I wanted to have more sex in our marriage. And I said, what would it take you know, for us to have more sex? And she said, well, you know, whenever you give me time to go hang out with my friends, it makes me want to come back and have sex with you. And I said, what? <laughs> How does that relate? Why, why would going with your friends make you want to come back and have sex with me? And she said, because when you let me go out with my friends, that's so important to me. I feel like you're serving me and you're, you're giving me this time to fill my bucket. And that makes me want to come home and fill your bucket. So I said, you go out with your friends all the time. Every night you can go out. What are you doing home? Get back out there. Go out with your friends. And so it became a running joke. But seriously, ask your spouse, what would it take to have more sex? You may be surprised at what she says. Thank you for listening to Marriage Steps with Dr. Wyatt Fisher. For more marriage resources, please go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. And if you believe in my mission to reduce the divorce rate one marriage at a time, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash marriage steps. Take care.